welcome to the Dunkel Index podcast for this Wednesday, March 17th edition. I'm Ben, and here with me, as always, is my dad, Bob Dunkel. Hey, Ben. Well, we had one of those nights yesterday where we just could not buy a win. I guess we were kind of due for one of those. Um, yeah, tough night for the index. Uh, did not uh, not win the Jazz game. Utah looked really good down the stretch yet again. I mean, I'm just always amazed when I look at those guys, just how good they are playing right now. So they took care of Boston and then, you know, always risky taking the Cavs. And sure enough, got very much burned by that um, against, appropriately enough, a red hot heat team. So not good there. I don't think we did too well on our player props either. So Let's see. You know, the hardest thing about uh, handicapping, just like sports, is it's hard to start a winning streak. It's hard to stop a losing streak. So let's see if we can do the latter here and and keep it to just one bad night and get right back in the win column tonight. What do you say? Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, jump into it for tonight's schedule. Uh, Got a couple of NBA games here. So we'll get started with Toronto at Detroit. Raptors 17 and 22 overall this season. The Pistons 10 and 29 overall. Line here is Toronto by three and a half on the road. So, what's your take on this one? Yeah, some people might think, well, you're kind of insane to try to get back in the wing column riding the Toronto Raptors, who have lost five straight. Um, no team has really been uh, victimized quite like the Raptors this year uh, as far as COVID goes. I mean, of course, we all know that they aren't playing any of their home games up in Toronto. They're down in Tampa. And then on top of that, they've had the core of their team, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi sidelined recently because of COVID protocols. So that spells a five-game losing streak for them. And the last two have been especially ugly. They lost by double digits to the Charlotte Hornets and Chicago Bulls and managed only 104 and 95 points in those defeats. And amazingly, I mean, we have come to expect the Raptors to be right up there at the top of the Eastern Conference standings. Of course, they're only two years removed from their championship all the way down to 11th now in the Eastern Conference standings. But, you know, this is too good a program here to stay down for long. And they're in serious need of a win tonight. And they should still have enough firepower to get past last place, Detroit. Uh, There's a chance that all three of those starters could return. But even if they don't, Toronto still has Kyle Lowry in the lineup. And if there's one silver lining to this recent fade for them it's the emergence of norman powell as a big time scorer you've talked about him some of the player props in the past ben he's topped 30 points in four of the last six games and he's raised his season average to 19 points per game and the pistons right now are just a train wreck they've lost four straight um and are 28th in the league in defensive field goal percentage so that should also help Toronto's struggling offense get going. And let's not forget about Detroit's lack of offense either. Pistons ranked 24th in scoring, 28th in offensive field goal percentage, and 26th in three-point field goal percentage. The latter futility was really on display uh, the other night in, uh, against San Antonio, their most recent loss, 109 
to 99 as the business shot below 30% from beyond the arc for the second straight game. And compounding that problem is the fact that they're maybe their only consistent outside shooter, Wayne Ellington, is doubtful for tonight with a hip injury. Raptors come into this despite all the recent woes, four and one against the spread in their last five games as a road favorite. And the Pistons, not surprisingly, just one and four against the spread in their last five as a home underdog. So in the Dwayne Casey reunion game tonight, we're going to take Casey's former team, the Raptors, to get right, get back in the win column, and cover the line against the Detroit Pistons. All right. Yeah, three and a half there is the line. Um, pretty reasonable, I think. Very reasonable. Inched up a little bit. I think it opened at two and a half. Uh, that could be on some rumors that, uh, as I said, some some of the key players may be returning tonight. But even if not, you know, I, I feel with Lowry and Powell in the lineup, uh, they certainly have enough firepower to get past a Detroit team that uh, has just shed Blake Griffin and just looks to be going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, our next game, we find Blake Griffin. We've got Brooklyn at Indiana. Nets 27 and 13 overall this season. Pacers 17 and 21 so far. Line here is Brooklyn Nets by three on the road. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's go follow Blake uh, and his new team as they take on Indiana. You know, while the absence of personnel has really hamstrung the Raptors, it doesn't seem to have phased the Brooklyn Nets at all. It seems like forever since Durant has been on the court. And yet the Nets are 13-1 and since beating the Pacers back on February 10th and have won five straight since their most recent loss, which was to Dallas on February 27th. Eight of those wins have been by double digits, and they've been equally dominant on the road as they've come come into tonight's contest with a seven-game road winning streak. Of course, still having Harden and uh, Kyrie on the court without Durant doesn't hurt. Uh, in the Nets, 117-112 to 112 win uh, over the Knicks on Monday, Irving had 34 points, and Harden had 21 points, 15 assists, and 15 rebounds. That's his 10th triple-double with the Nets, and six of those have come in the last 12 games. I mean, what an acquisition this guy has been. Uh, So they are clearly picking up the slack from Durant's absence. The Pacers are in a rut right now. Since creeping over 500, they've gone into a 2-7 and tailspin in their last nine games. And like the Raptors, have dropped out of the playoff picture right now. They're all the way down to 10th in the Eastern Conference standings. Poor defense has been a big problem as the Pacers have allowed at least 110 points in eight of those games. They've also given up over 129 times this season, including the most recent game, a 121-106 loss at Denver on Monday. That was one of our picks for that day. So uh, we've uh, had a kind of a good gauge of the Pacers' troubles here of late. On the season, Indiana's defensive metrics just continue to drop. Pacers now rank 19th in scoring, 26th in guarding the three. And that doesn't bode well against a Brooklyn team that even without Durant is number one in scoring, number one in field goal percentage, and number two in three-point percentage. Like the Toronto-Detroit game, this is a reunion game tonight as well as Karis LeVert takes the court uh, for his new team, the Indiana Pacers, against his old teammates. 
those good feelings don't look to be enough against a Nets team that is 7-0 against the spread in its last seven road games. And the Pacers just 1-5 against the spread in their last six as a home underdog. So we're going to ride the uh, the red-hot Nets here tonight. Again, very modest line. Uh, what's it now, Ben? Three and a half? Uh, just three flat. Just three flat. Uh, you know, with, with Kyrie and uh, and Harden, just looks like to be too much for an Indiana team that's giving up a lot of points right now. We'll take uh, the Nets minus the points on the road tonight. All right. Yeah, I like that. I like that coming off that big win uh, against the Knicks for the Nets. So playing well right now. The battle in New York. Listen, New York gave them a really good game. I got it. It's again, Tibbs uh, has his team playing well, but they didn't have enough firepower to hang with the Nets. And I see uh, a similar outcome tonight for the Pacers. Yeah. All right. Well, I think before we uh, leave the NBA to get into a little college hoops action, we should look at tonight's player prop. Yeah. Where are we going to go tonight? I wonder. Um, we do have Jokic, <laughs> Jokic in action. Could that be where we're going? Yep. You're exactly right. Jokic is on the board and I think we're going to take a stab at it. Uh, the matchup is against the Charlotte Hornets. Over-under in that game is at 229, so they're expecting a pretty high-scoring game. And the Hornets really just don't have an answer for Jokic uh, down low. So his points, rebound, assists combined over-under is set at 46.5. I like that over. Yeah, Jokic is like investing in what Amazon stock right now. I mean, it just doesn't go down, right? The guy seems tireless uh even though he's carrying the bulk of the load for the nuggets and every night seems to put up big big numbers and denver needs every one of them right now they're not getting consistent scoring from some of the other guys like jamal murray so uh until we see signs of Jokic starting to have a downturn i just don't see any uh downside to investing in this guy so i'm with you on this one all right cool yeah uh when you need a good night i'd Good to make the easy play, I think. Yeah, I mean, we were caught by surprise last night, I think, on a couple of the props. Uh, Trey Young barely having double digits in points, and yet the Hawks getting a win. So maybe I, yeah. a good sign for Atlanta, but very surprising that Young didn't have more production. Yeah, I don't think he made a single three all game. Hmm. Yeah, very, very surprising. So... Yeah, I think uh, let's go back to the more consistent uh, investment here. Uh, as I said, he's the Amazon stock of the NBA. Let's go Jokic. Uh, how about uh, that nickname they've got for him right now, Big Honey? Pretty good. Oh, that's good. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. No, he's amazing. Point center. It's revolutionizing the game yet again. So uh, I love it. I love it. Well, now, um, so we don't start the NCAAs tonight, shifting over to college basketball, but we do have a couple of NIT appetizers um, on the table tonight. So why don't we take a look at, uh, at one of those games and uh, start gearing up for some college basketball later this week? Yes. All right. I like that. And uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and jump into our first round NIT matchup. Number three, Western Kentucky against number two, St. Mary's. Hilltoppers 20-7 and seven on the season. St. Mary's Gales 14-9 and nine overall. And the line in this one is St. Mary's by two. So what do you think about this one? 
Yeah, another very reasonable spread here. We're staying away from the big spreads tonight. Um, this one's down at the Comerica Center in Frisco, Texas, and yep, kicks off the NIT and college basketball postseason. So uh, March Madness is truly here. Hilltoppers come into this one as the three seed after finishing first in the regular season in Conference USA with an 11 and three record. They look like a shoe in to make the NCAA's, but were upset by North Texas in the conference tournament. So they lost out on that automatic bid and uh, will try to make the best of it tonight in the NIT. They're, they're coached by former Mississippi State coach Rick Stansberry, and they really present a load there in the middle with potential NBA first-rounder Charles Bassey, who leads the team in scoring with uh, 17.7 points per game and rebounding at 11.5 rebounds per game. The Gales, who have made the NCAAs four times in the last 10 years, had, had a drop-off this season in the West Coast Conference. They finished only fourth, clear, clearly were dominated uh, in all three games against Gonzaga this year, but no shame in that. Gonzaga dominated just about everybody uh, and looks to be the front runner right now coming into the NCAAs. But Randy Bennett's team still brings it on the defensive end. Uh, the Gales rank 20th in points per game, allowing just 62.3 per game, and they're 45th in the nation in defensive rebounding. So they should be able to give Bassey uh, at least some competition down low. And while the offense is ranked only 311th in scoring at 65.1 points per game, they do have three double-digit scores that they can rely on, led by Cincinnati transfer and Tyler Johnson's little brother, Logan Johnson, who leads the team with 13.5 points per game. Uh, the Gales come into this one 4-1 and one straight up in their last five games against Conference USA opponents, and they're 18-2 and two straight up in their last 20 games as a favorite. As you said, Ben, this is a two-point line. So this is pretty much a pick'em game here. And we're going to go with the Gales in this one. This one looks to be a very low-scoring affair. Emphasis will be on defense. And that has been Randy Bennett's calling card all year. So we're going to see the Gales bottling up Bassey and the Hilltoppers enough to pull out the win here tonight. We'll take St. Mary's minus two in the NIT tip-off tonight. And then... Looking forward to visiting some of the first round NCAA games uh, tomorrow and Friday. Yeah, yeah. Our, and sorry, no upsets here today uh, if you're doing an NIT bracket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe tomorrow we'll have some upsets. Well, got bit by the dogs last night, right? Uh, we went with both the Celts and the Cavs and the dogs just were not barking uh, very well. So let's go back. We're going to lay some points tonight. But very modest lines here, uh, so liking those. And, uh, yeah, let's see if we can come out with three winners on our picks and go with Mr. Steady Nikola Jokic on our player prop. All right, yeah, absolutely. Hoping for a better night tonight. Uh, well, that's it for us today. Anything you want to say before we go? Nope, just thanks, everybody. And uh, come to dunkleindex.com. You can get all of the first-round NCAA picks as well as tonight's NIT picks. Uh, you can get the full NBA schedule. Uh, we've got quite a bit of hockey tonight, so you get the NHL schedule. 
Uh, we've got um, our preview for this week's Honda Classic uh, from PGA, including some nice player props there. So definitely check out our article on that. And yeah, uh, appreciate everybody listening and uh, look forward to getting back in the wing column tonight, hopefully finishing the week on a high note. All right. Sounds good. Well, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, some NCAA tournament picks. But, yeah, that's it for us today. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. See you, Ben. All right. See ya.